0: Yeah, dear listeners, start 2021 off right with a Patreon subscription to Dear Pod. Gain access to exclusive Patreon extras like Abby's poetry, Anne's bedtime stories, our weekly specialty cocktail recipes, and unedited content like this week's full interview with Peloton master instructor Christine Deco. With two different subscriber levels of three and five dollars, you can't afford to miss out on our extra extras. Now kick back, Put a straw in a bottle of vodka, light 2020's car on fire like your Angela Bassett, and get your groove back. Patreon.com slash Dear That's patreon.com slash dearpodofficial. Now, let's cue the typewriter!
1: Dear Ann Landers, my husband is I in shock. I'm extremely upset. I'm years, my son got married today. I'm very happy, but my wife is so angry she does woman here. care
2: She thinks way too much. for his She had to get married. Dear Pod. A little something
0: to say. Thank you for being fabulous to us. Giving us of your skills and your talent. And definitely this is to make sure that you don't sue us for the fact that you dented your car (laughs) on on one of our rocks. It's fine. fine. It's It's gonna be fine. It's a beautiful bag. It definitely was user error.
1: I love bags.
0: Oh good. It's oh my god. Guys, it's that is a regifted bag. bag. I found Um, it in a closet and I said, Good enough and nobody wrote on that little
1: tag. So I was like, Good. Thank you. I'll keep this forever. Oh my
0: god. Oh my god, you're like um daryl hannah in splash it's beautiful no no you have to open the box see what's in it
1: hold on (laughs) me oh Oh,
0: you can't read it anyway but you get the idea it's uh it's dolly parton we got you a, a dolly parton ornament it's the one thing missing from your very gay tree
1: let there me just go. tell you this.
0: Look at her. Look at her. She's also, by the way, a little bit of Elsa from Frozen.
1: People are gonna be like, what's Grandma Elsa doing?
0: <laughs> She's do- Grandma Elsa's doing Christmas in the square and saving the, the, the human race.
1: Ship, you know what I'm gonna make? I'm gonna make a little box. This is change.
0: <gasps> Please change. do. But then oh like put God. a little gray cover over her this whenever is you is
1: amazing. Yeah. Thank Look you at both. that, right? This is like when they made like great ornaments. Do you know what I mean? Well,
0: but these are handcrafted. And let me tell you what.
1: Those I got that boobs. over the summer. What? Yes.
0: Because there's a place in New Hampshire called the Christmas Loft. And every time we go there, my Jules wants to go in. Now, this is the place that is so abnormally large and it's year-round. And, it, it, and they specifically chunnel you through every damn room. The, you ever be in one of... You ever be? You ever be? You ever be? <laughs>
1: Listen, are You have the bee from The Real World <laughs> ah! Season 1. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I loved her. <laughs> but you know when you go into a Christmas shop and there's like a, a room within a room within a room? It's the Russian nesting doll of yes. stores. And they make you go through every square inch of this place. And it is really loft. It's huge. It's spacious. And it's usually where ornaments go to die. But they now have this sort of like... Handcrafted, sewn collection in the back, and I don't know what delicious New Hampshire homosexual they had in charge of this. Who was like, "I've got it, you guys. What do you need? You want a Dolly part? You want to share?" There was a Dr. Fauci. There was uh, the cast of Stranger Things was back there. I was like,
1: like, "Mina Suvari? what
0: is this? Who wanted that Lily Sobieski? This <laughs> is a really same. specific room. It's like originally cooked doll? the cast of Night Court." <laughs> Is there you, a Marky Post?
1: There has to be someone someone has to listen to us cuz well, yes. I can be Dan Dan Fielding.
0: And I can be Marky Post. What's
1: her name? I, Christine. We well, don't remember Christine, Christine, anymore. Christine Sullivan? If I'm right, I'm I have to win.
0: You're going to win all the things. That's my New Year's resolution is to get us on the reboot of Night Court. But here's the thing, John Larroquette is reviving his role. From yes. what I
1: understand, that's dumb. He I know! Be, he should be the judge.
0: Who did Marky Post play?
1: Oh my Christ. Are these hand towels?
0: It, yes. It's only one. It's, it's a very fancy little. She, she makes them to order.
1: Oh my God. She's got glitter in her teeth.
0: Oh! <gasps> That might be left over from Dolly. They might kept... it might have migrated. Oh, is it is it in the fabric of the?
1: I believe so. Oh my. Oh God, Oh my God!
0: I love God this. It is. It's in the fabric of the teeth.
1: You guys. That's
0: from Jules's sister. You know, she this makes her incredible. own um her own mappines. They're called quarantine mappines. And we put in an order, and we got a deer pod mappine for you. What's a mappine? I don't I I don't know. I just keep saying mappine. It's a, like an Italian term for rag. <laughs> It's, it's a weird Italian way of saying towel. It's dish towel. It's a mappin. I love it. It's just like they call sauce gravy because they're animals.
1: Is this because I said how much I loved yours? Yes. Oh, my God, you guys, thank you so much.
0: Oh, my God, welcome to the pod.
1: I definitely won't sue you now. You're right
0: about Christine Sullivan. Shut up. You know what? It's a new year. It a is. new you. New Balance Sneakers. New kids on the block.
1: You got that right, Sister Sledge. Hey,
0: girl. Hey, I'm (laughs) gonna love you, girl. Oh, God. Okay, clear your throat and get ready, kids, because this is a very important episode. Why? No pressure. But this is the final episode of this disgusting, hideous. It's the final countdown. (laughs) I wonder what people think is going to happen on The Stroke of Midnight. Like, the world is going to magically reset itself. This will have never happened. I'll have thousands in the bank Current mm. okay. a change. Okay. You know, I don't know. We're expecting so much of this year. There's a lot of pressure on it.
1: Well, you know what? Everyone's like, 2020, you know, it's going to be the best year of our lives. I mean. It's their fault. You know what they should do? Lowered expectations. Lowered expectations. expectations. Do you remember that? Yes, wasn't it like a dating? Mad TV. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's like a dating commercial. <laughs> like, that's genius.
1: he blew blow off half of his face. I love him.
0: Oh,
2: lowered expectations.
1: So he has eight kids. I've never been married. Lowered, lowered
2: expectations. <laughs> Happy New Year!
0: And welcome to Dear Pod, the first final episode of the garbage fire that is 2020 this is your comedy advice podcast i'm your host wink martindale
1: oh my (gasps) oh i wish i wish i could have matched that with someone but i've already said vanna white so i'm just gonna go with linda the good witch i was gonna suggest hugh cronin because well we've already done that and i'm supposed to be a female
0: okay all so right. go well, with we'll And we're coming to you from the beautiful festive for one more day one Maha day more. Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it?
1: <laughs> I didn't know that was happening <clears throat> right behind me. that scare me. you? You saw it, I did not.
0: My Jules brought a snare drum into the room.
1: Didn't even know you had it. He
0: also got himself a whole drum set because he's a twelve-year-old boy. Oh. And every okay. now and then he'll come down to the basement and he'll jam and he'll go, mm cha, cha,
1: cha. I'll be up later. Slams it. <laughs>
0: every time I come down with iced tea for him. <laughs> honey, would you like a little break? Maybe leave have some me alone! Cooking? Okay, I'll be upstairs. Just call me if you need. I it. said leave me alone! Okay, do you want me to keep the door Stop. closed or open? I'm sorry. Honey. Mom! Okay, I'll be upstairs. <laughs> He's so misunderstood. All right, so... Why are you
1: here? Why are we all here? I have no idea. I I do. I understand why. Well,
0: I know we keep you chained to the side of this desk so that you can keep giving us week after week after disgusting week of quality comedy content, bringing you old school advice to new school problems, popping the champagne on one final episode of 2020. Thank the maker as we revive the articles of Anne Landers and dear.
1: Abby. Twenty twenty, it would be like as if you popped the champagne and it didn't make a noise.
0: It would be like as if you popped the champagne and it was Andre.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, we're not talking about Andre three thousand. No, we're no, about Andre champagne.
0: Andre, sh- we'll we'll call it champagne.
1: <laughs> we'll call it sham.
0: We're gonna call it sham product. Yeah, it's sh- you guys. This is real champagne. Could you do spell champagne with an s.
1: S h a m, and there's no ain't. P
0: a-I-N. <laughs> Champagne. Two
1: words. <laughs>
0: I walked into a Walmart once and the first thing greeting me, it was like before a New Year's one year, was like a mountain of Andre. Just right there, $3 a bottle.
1: Is that the kind of Andre I want to see in a mountain? If
0: I had a full bottle of Andre, can you imagine the headache that would come after that? I mean, uh. think about the episode where we had Reuniti on ice.
1: So nice, <laughs> so nice.
0: I miss it. We should have brought that it back. Was really for this. great. I know it was bubbly. It was like no. grape juice with a, with a slight alcohol content. I
1: feel like you and I would be like Melanie Griffith in any kind of movie. Like, no, the only kind of the only kind of champagne I have is Rio Nitti. It tastes really good when you put some cough syrup in it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a girl from Long Island.
0: What do I know, right? That's Melanie Griffith in any movie ever. Yeah. yeah. If you don't already, what are you waiting for? In the new year, follow us on your social media at Official on your Instagram, your Twitter, and your Facebook. Check out our webby <laughs> website where we have every single episode from 2020 and 2029. 2020. Oh my god, I went forward to Wow, somebody get me a Magic Eight Ball.
1: It's right there on your underwear. Oh my Calvin god. Klein.
0: <laughs> oh, great Scott. Marty, <laughs> It's because you look like Doc that I'm going back to the future. (laughs) For the past two, almost two years, we have been delivering you quality comedy content week after week after week. So go to our website, DearPodOfficial.com. Listen to every damn episode from the beginning through the middle to the end, damn it. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, with any of your advice questions, because we take listener mail every week, and we respond to your advice questions, not unlike Anne Landers and Dear Abby. And finally, and most importantly, make a resolution this year to give to an artiste, and I think that's what we Mm. are. We're artists who tell fart jokes, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So find us on Patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial where you can subscribe. Two different subscriber levels, 3 and $5. You pick your level and you will get extra little tidbits, extra little somethings in your stockings, extra items, maybe tips on how to get through the next year and how to get out of this one as quickly as possible, damn it. We're going to kick this 2020 in the A. But this year, we are talking, uh, this is our final episode, final episode of the year 2020. What are your thoughts on this?
1: Well, it feels like it just started. Doesn't 2020 feel like it just started?
0: (sighs) Don't say that because I can't live this year again. We're
1: all like, okay, now back to one.
0: And reset. Yes, good. Everybody, refill your cups. (laughs) Good. We're getting back to one.
1: Can we get hair, please?
0: Um. No, it doesn't feel like it just started. It feels like Groundhog Day. It feels like I have been stuck on a hamster wheel for eight months. And I do, I, and I think I've said this on previous episodes because, and this may shock the people, I have been known to repeat myself, Hume Cronin.
1: Well, then get some Glade.
0: I know. So I feel like I'm responsible for 2020 because I started out the year having a good year. My bad. And I said, it's not going to be that bad of a year. And I literally said it a week before the world shut down.
1: That's why you don't say things like that out loud.
0: I'm never going to make a proclamation again. That's
1: so why you never wake up and be like, it's going to be a good day. And then immediately a You cab. crash your car. Yeah. <laughs> then you just try to back out of Aaron's driveway.
0: And you, you dent the left half of your tiny Volkswagen Beetle.
1: I should have just picked it up and moved it down the
0: You this could boundary. have. It could, You could have parked it in here. Can we talk about the fact that I got an email from my Fitness Pal app today, and I have things what? that get dropped into my my inbox from I have a my Fitness Pal app, mm-hmm. and it tracks all of your everything. If you want to put anything. I app. know
1: what it does. Oh,
0: I know. I'm sorry, cause we're gym rats. And this one said, "Hey, do you want to know the truth about alcohol?" And I was like, "Nope." I was about to send it away. I don't need to know anything about anything. I don't want to read about where my favorite things come from. But then, of course, I'm a cutter. So I clicked on it. And the first thing I read was, it's the second most potent source of calories. And I literally,
1: (laughs)
2: like,
0: threw my laptop across the room. And I was like, I don't need to read this.
1: Jim's like, what happened to the window? I don't know,
0: Jim. I mean, Andre can't have any calories in it. Couldn't. $3 for a bottle of Andre at Walmart.
1: And then the next day, it's like, hey, um, I know about that $3 Andre, but can I get the $47 uh, bottle of Tylenol, please? <laughs> I'll have you know.
0: anybody who how they listened, make up for it. Anybody who's a regular listener of Oz, go back three episodes. We talked about St. Joseph's chew- chewable aspirin. I can't even say it. And we went out looking for it today.
1: We did. We did. We looked for it. All we found was... Uh, Flintstones, chewable at Yes, which I was vitamins. very excited, right. which were Be-
0: abnormally expensive.
1: Abnormally expensive, and now there's 17 different kinds, mm-hmm. and each aisle that we went down at the CVS was a Santa Claus, which scared the living Christ out of me, <laughs> it was- thinking it was someone staring at me or coming at me.
0: We should split a bottle.
1: I think we should. I think right. we should, yeah.
0: I'm gonna start a go fund me just for Flintstones. Go
1: fund me. That's what it sounds like every time someone's like, I started a GoFundMe, and then you look at it and you're like, go fund me.
0: Go fund yourself.
1: Go fund oh, wait, yourself. Wait,
0: what'd you say? Fund?
1: Soto no fruit. Go fund yourself. <laughs> yeah, go fund me, go fund you. No fruit. No fruit. soto no fruit.
0: I have a white clock. No go fund yourself.
1: Yeah, go fund yourself.
0: Hey, hey sweetheart. Hey, sweetheart. Ah, waitressing days, sweetheart.
1: Do me a favor, no fruit. Give me this again, no fruit.
0: Uh, uh, okay, okay, sir. I'll be right back. Do you want some milk and
1: cookies? What? No, no fruit. I'm just gonna I'm gonna. I'm just gonna smoke here. Okay, I'll be here in the corner crying. Okay, great, great doll, great doll, great doll. Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you.
0: Let's dive in. Let's do some articles because we're we're. Easing our way out of 2020 and into
1: that's 2021.
0: Right. We're going to gently, because it's Chris—it's Christmas Eve, Jesus. It's New Year's, new Year's
1: Eve. Eve. One yes. of the eves. We should move on. From we that. should. Let's, yeah, that's let's, let's do this. This is from the Lincoln Star, Lincoln, Nebraska, October 27th, 1994. <laughs> Dear Abby, last New Year's <laughs> Eve, my husband a invited a co worker and his new girlfriend to our house. The co worker had met her only a month before on a business trip and she had just flown up a few days prior to to New Year's. A couple days later, I noticed a bottle of perfumed skin lotion missing from from the bathroom. I thought of her, but dismissed it from my mind. Last month, this couple came over for a party. Once again, a product was missing from the bathroom. Abby, this woman has been to my house only twice, and both times after she left, I noticed something was missing. This time, I can't dismiss it. I've had a strong suspicion that she took them. Abby, how can I let her know that I am onto her without causing problems for my husband and his friend? Signed, Onto a Bathroom Thief, Nashua, New Hampshire.
0: Wait, what? Nashua? Whatever.
1: (laughs) Dear Onto, there's no way you can let her know that you suspect that she is a thief without coming right out and telling her. Although the evidence is overwhelming. Never would I make that accusation unless I caught the person red-handed. (sighs)
0: This is actually a good question to ask. Have you
1: ever stolen anything from someone's house or a party?
0: No, because I am so nervous as a person. I vibrate up here.
1: Even at a fraternity party?
0: When have I... Look at me. I don't know. Do I look like I'm going to frat parties? Well, not
1: right now because it's fucking creepy.
0: Give me a vodka soda. No fruit. fruit. I have never been a frat girl. Don't go to the crazy parties. But beyond that... My mother has put the fear of God into me so deep.
1: That's disgusting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That I, you know, like, the average kid is going to mess up. They're going to do things. They're going to steal, like, a wet and wild lipstick from a CVS asking for a friend.
1: Wet and wild? Wet n' Wild
0: is like the worst lipstick ever. It's Wait. a 99 cent lipstick. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm going to get it for you. Is you're this, not a lipstick is this,
1: guy. Like, no, I'm not. No, you're right. I'm not a lipstick guy. Thank you. <laughs> you're
0: not a lipstick lesbian. Is I, this
1: like lip smackers or is this actual?
0: No, it's inferior. It, there's, a, there's a space uh-huh. between lip smacker and actual lipstick. And uh-huh. Wet n' Wild occupies that space. It claims to be lipstick, but you put it on and it all turns some sort of weird different color doesn't mean to so like uh-huh. i i'm a kid right and i'm like ah it's almost like junior high kids who wanna want an introduction to makeup Let me at ask least you this. in the 1980s okay
1: bef- before we continue okay is it marketed towards that yes that demographic yeah i it don't
0: is. think that there's going to be a 35 year old woman who's like i just need to run into CVS and get myself some wet and wild lipstick okay cuz <clears> i just want to know
1: wild. what disgusting, grown-ass man was like, <laughs> I want to get these teenagers into some wet and wild. they be like, Frank, that's disgusting.
0: <laughs> well, could you that's imagine disgusting. the focus groups on it?
1: So... It's just like a white van out from some like, high school. <laughs> hey, girls, you want some wet and wild? What? Our focus then group you. takes place in that yeah. van. <laughs> and then there's you. Yeah, I'll go in. What could you possibly what? go wrong? It's an unmarked van with a total stranger.
0: I trust him. I just
1: wanted a breath of it.
0: He asked me for candy.
1: Yeah. He said... Can I put this on your lips? And I was like, "All right, I'm fine." I've done this before,
0: and then he said, "It's Wet and Wild," and I was like, "Yeah, Me sure, too. why not?" <laughs> Me too. <laughs> wet and Wild was like a nineteen. I guess it was like more nineteen eighties, nineties. And I know it still exists. I've seen it there, but I remember like buying it when I was a kid, and I'd put it on. It was like oh, zinc pink, and every color I put on, no matter what it was, just turned hot pink on my lips. It was some sort of chemistry that was mm. just.
1: It's like hypercolor? The
0: stuff of, of Satan. Hypercolor. What a great idea. We're going to make the color change, the shirt change color in the places where you sweat. Sure. Can uh. we focus group that, you guys? What should we call it? Sweaty and disgusting or hypercolor?
1: It's already taken. You're already here.
0: You're already in the room, y'all. Pure.
1: Too pure to be pink. Oh. Kick us a lot.
0: Sorry, French. All right. We'll come back. I even forget what I was talking about. Oh. It's fine. But with your thing. The stealing of the stuff.
1: Stealing of stuff. Yes, I've stolen something from a party. You said no. And then what did you about. steal from the party? I was at a fraternity party that I didn't want to be at. Um, the people that I was with were total dicks. I was like going to the bathroom and I'm like, huh. And this is how fucking gay I was and horribly in the closet. Oh, this God. is what I took. The Janet Jackson design of a decade CD.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I hightailed it out of that fucking... Loser party. I was like, I gotta go.
2: Somebody got.
1: <laughs> but then, but now in retrospect, what homo, what what closeted homo had that in his room, and then this other homo was like, Oh, I hear you. I see you, and I'm taking this with me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait. Also, like.
1: The- and I am definitely putting it in the secret stash in my in my bedroom and my in my fraternity house next to my Beaches soundtrack and my, my Mariah Gary rainbow. So fuck off.
0: But what you didn't know it was that is it, it was autographed. So then when this kid came over, he was like, "Oh, I have that album too." Takes it out and is like, oh, "This is mine." I know if better. Hurt me, Patrick. <clears throat> you stole a CD. Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: It was almost as if it was. I'm um, like I hated what I was doing so much that I was like, you know what?
0: <laughs> you know what you, am... were, you were you a gay bandit, and they're out uh, there. I was a closeted gay bandit. Well, that's the worst kind mm-hmm. because you want to be yourself, but you also want to steal. Yeah. Now my friend had his car broken into, and somebody stole a Clay Aiken CD. <laughs> this, do you want to unwrap the onion? Go ahead, peel it back. I'll take questions. They didn't steal hardly anything else. There was one other CD, and I forget what it was because I blacked out when he said, somebody took my Clay Aiken CD. And my first thought was, somebody has a Clay Aiken CD.
1: And then someone else needed to steal it. And this is my friend. And then the actual initial question should be, Clay Aiken has a CD? Yeah,
0: there's, there's a lot. There's a lot of layers here.
1: Someone stole my CDs out of my car once. In college, and I was like,
0: "What were they?"
1: Well, they were all in my books, and I was like, "This, these people." That no meant
0: e-. that they had the time to sit down and like sift through things and find things. That's the creepy part. <clears throat> Somebody's no, the, just well, like sitting so, in your car.
1: No, they left with my CDs, went back to their house, and they're like, I, "I, this guy had Aqua? What <laughs> kind of guy is next to Dave Matthews? Celine Dion? Next to." Bare Naked Ladies,
0: Creed.
1: What the hell? I did have a Creed CD. So did like, I. Like Spice World and Spice Girls. What is wrong with this guy? What like who? Christina Aguilera. What? Or is what happening? if
0: whoever got it was like, "What an eclectic mix, a celebration <laughs> of the arts."
1: That's a different way for your brain to think.
0: That's the only way my
1: brain thinks. That's the way that twenty twenty one should think, <gasps> instead of thinking in
0: twenty twenty one.
1: Instead of thinking negative and being like. That's amazing
0: could you imagine if at the stroke of midnight the two of us became positive people
1: I mean I think I'm I think I'm like 60 40 anyway
0: really you're easing your way towards that yeah. I I've been doing subliminals at night so uh, I think I could tip to scales to sure. the 6040. Yeah, why not I legit have been doing subliminals okay I are you mad at me
1: no it's fine
0: are we fighting?
1: I don't know. I've been secreting this conversation anyway. I so knew what it. What you're doing is nothing new. Look, to it's
0: me. all about changing our perspective Correct. in 2021, isn't it? It's about going in with hope, but not being too cocky.
1: That's right. Keep your shoes on.
0: Let's cautiously step our way in. Yeah. Let's wait until we're in at 12:01. Yeah. Get know, a I'm going to wait
1: 12 12.30 before I pop that champagne.
0: Yeah, well, that's tonight, but we're going to get wrecked before then. Yes. yes! <laughs> All right, I have 2,000 articles for you. Are you uh, ready? Yeah. This comes from the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Fort Worth, Texas. December twenty seventh, 1994. Great year for Pearl Jam. New Year's resolution could help save a life. Dear Ann Landers, For those who break their New Year's resolutions within days of the holiday, the National Kidney Foundation has an idea for a resolution with real staying power. Simply sign your name to save a life. This December and January, the National Kidney Foundation is spearheading a public education campaign, urging all Americans to sign organ donor cards and discuss their wishes with their families. The campaign is called Sign Your Name to Save a Life. It's one New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Close to 40,000 Americans are currently waiting for life-saving transplants. Eight people die each day while waiting. If every potential organ donor actually became one, this country's dramatic shortage of organs could be alleviated. To receive a free organ donor card, readers simply send a stamped self-addressed envelope to Organ Donor Card Care of the National Kidney Foundation, 30 East 33rd Street, New York, New York, 10016, or call 800-622-9010. Signed, Bruce Bowden, National Chairman. National Kidney Foundation. Dear readers, can you think of a better way to start the new year than by saving a life? I can't. Please send, please send your organ, or, organ? <laughs> organ. No fruit. Please send for your organ donor card today. Thanks and God bless. And,
1: I just wrote a note to your, your husband. Oh, uh, saying is this a repeat because we've like now that i've done mine i'm like i feel like there you had a similar article on edge but i feel like you've had something similar i
0: something similar but not the same thing that is not i know this
1: okay okay oh Oh, i know this okay i like that we blew up your spot now you're like like, i'm really defensive you guys okay 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 (laughs)
0: let's go back to organ donation for a second first of all i thought that ann was gonna say What can what better way to start the new year than by giving your life? Wait, saving, saving somebody. Don't just Do me a favor, give
1: all of your organs while you're still here.
0: Look, I am an organ donor. Are you an organ donor?
1: Um, I think we've I feel like we've talked about this because I told you that when I said that I wasn't an organ donor and I told my mom, she's like, Well, that's a terrible idea, because they're not gonna save your life if you get an accident because you've already marked down that you wanna donate all your organs.
0: You've never we have never talked about this because I would remember this detail. I think we did. No. Yeah. This is new information. He's yelled at me for saying you Sam guys to... are a
1: couple. <laughs> this doesn't.
0: How many this times doesn't... have I not worked with him in this room? I don't know. <laughs> I, I
1: Wait. I, I'm not you... in a safe space right now. <laughs> I'm not in a safe space.
0: I need. I need. I need to be in my hug box.
1: I need to call a friend that's close by. That's on my side. <laughs> that is someone on my side. Put Marcus on Zoom. <laughs> I don't want to leave it. In my... Where's Chuck and Paul?
0: <laughs> They're no help to me. They're in the woods. They're 50-50. I, I, the, your mother told you not to be an organ donor for because fear if something they want to farm to me, you,
1: that they would, yeah, they would kill me for my parts. Oh, to that is very
0: hostile ones. too, electric boogaloo. Yeah, I put down. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, they're going to be disappointed when they open. Here's me what up. you
1: can't take.
0: Yes. Well, see, this oh, we have shit. talked about. I feel like they're going to open me up and it's going to be like the turkey in Christmas Vacation that was dying. We have talked about this, though. Yeah, where it's like, ah, there's ah, nothing we can use in here. There's nothing we can use. There's a Slim Jim. All right, do an article, damn it. Do you have another article? I have
1: my own beauty blog, too. Do yes, have- I do. Oh, my God. From you the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Fort Worth, Texas, January 8th, 1968. Dear Abby. I know that I'm jealous to a fault, but how would you like it if, just as you were leaving a party, an intoxicated woman grabbed your husband and gave him a long, hard kiss on the lips? My husband made no effort to free himself. He just stood there like a dummy while everyone else laughed. This took place New Year's Eve. But that's no excuse. I got mad and ran out of the car without my husband. He followed shortly, full of lame excuses. The next day I got several phone calls about it. Everyone criticized me for being a poor sport. Nobody said a word about the woman who grabbed my husband and put an an exhibition with him. Was I wrong to be provoked? Signed, still provoked. Yeah. Dear still, look at it this way. Your husband was victimized by a gal who was full of the spirit of the occasion (gasps) and vice versa. I don't blame you for being provoked, but occasionally we all have to ignore things that provoke us. Uh, sometimes your husband steps out, sometimes gets a little nookie nookie from the girl next door. Sometimes you just gotta put on your lipstick, go on with your day, and tell your brain to shut up.
0: Just shut up! Just shut up get... No, are you kidding me? If I saw my jewels getting mouth-attacked by some chick at a party, I would lay her out!
1: We're talking to you, Galen!
0: Watch my Irish! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, we're on hour 2000 of this. All right, this comes from the Lansing State Journal, Lansing, Michigan, January 6, 2001. Resolutions emphasize compassion. Dear Ann Landers, now that the real millennium is here, I have made some New Year's resolutions that I hope you will share with your readers. One, I will remember to say something kind to the cashier who is harried and tired, because it only takes a minute to bring a smile to the face of someone who is working hard. Two, I will stop for a moment to get items from the top shelf for a woman who is in a wheelchair or the older man with a cane. Three, I will pause in the aisle at the end... (laughs) I will pause in the aisle at the grocery store and wait until the elderly lady moves her cart past mine. I will do it with a smile on my face and will use the extra time to chat with her and make a new friend. Four, I will continue to call my mother and ask her how her day is going and tell her about mine, not because she needs to know but because it is important to tell her how much I love her while I still can. 5. I will email my friend who is feeling down to remind her what a talented, special person she is and that this low point in her life is merely a stop on the way to bigger and better things. 6. I will tell my husband how much I love and appreciate him for being a kind person, a good father, and a wonderful husband. Not because he doesn't know these things, but because it is important that he hears it from my lips. 7. I will tell my daughter I love her And I think she's a cool kid when I drop her off at school. When she tells me, I know, Mom, you tell me all the time, I will smile because it means I am doing my job. Signed, KC. In the Midwest. Dear KC, what a wonderful list and a terrific way to start off the new year. Instead of making resolutions to shed weight or stop smoking, you have created ways to show more compassion and strengthen your relationship with family and friends. I hope my readers will take these resolutions to heart and add a few of their own. Damn.
1: You're a cool kid. Um, <sniffs> screw off! Go <laughs> fucking
0: up, man. I'll be waiting in the car! Stupid Hey, you want to know what? You're wagon. pretty
1: cool. No one says that anymore.
0: You're a cool kid. Quit it! Close the door. I'm playing my drums.
1: Drop me off two blocks before school. God!
0: Fuck a soda, no fruit! <laughs> I also thought, that while she's making this list, that she's like... Dad's
1: sleeping with Aunt Becky. Gotta go!
0: <laughs> she's trying to out people. She's like, I will tell my husband how much I love him. Despite the fact that he slept with our neighbor Gladys five times this year. I will tell my sister that she's a wonderful person. Even if she's elbow deep in her own vomit after drinking two handles of Tito's (laughs) vodka. I will tell my mother I will love her. Mostly because she's a pain in my ass. Isn't it wonderful being me? (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha (laughs) ha! New resolutions! Are you making... Do you make resolutions? Neither do I. Because I used to. And I feel like... I feel like marking the new year puts so much pressure on it sometimes.
1: Well, I would say, you know, like saying I want to be famous for so long, like it didn't work. So I got to change
0: <laughs> Yet.
1: I have to change that.
0: When this podcast I want comes to be around.
1: famous and not for my tape. Oh, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to be known for my brain. I want to be
1: known for my fragrances. Five, four, three.
0: Uh, I am thrilled, I am so (laughs) beyond thrilled to welcome this next guest to Dear Pod. I I am fangirling out, I am geeking out, and I am trying to control my breathing. In through the nose, out through the ears at this point. So, she is a decorated competitive cyclist, an incredible motivational speaker, but most importantly, she is my favorite favorite master instructor at Peloton, please welcome to DeerPod, Christine Cole.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. What a beautiful welcome.
0: Wow, oh, that's the sound of socially distanced applause.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow.
0: Um, I just have to Aww. say... I I am such a huge fan of yours, and when it came Mm. to the New Year's Eve-themed podcast, we're talking about resolutions, I said to myself, I want to get a fabulous guest, and then I said, I am going to get Christine. I can get Christine. <laughs> I will not wet myself no, out of excitement, and I do think I can get Christine Decol from Peloton to talk oh to us. Oh my God! So thank you, thank you so much for being here with us tonight and taking time off of the bike to talk about resolutions with us.
2: Well, thank you for having <laughs> me. It's a really, it's such a loaded topic.
0: It really is, baby, especially this year, right? We're putting oh, so much... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting a lot of pressure on 2021 to deliver.
2: <laughs> Indeed, we are. We yeah. really are. I've said it's like an only
0: child. Like, you better go to
2: med school. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, you guys are funny.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. We haven't even started yet. Wow. Jesus. This is a lot I, like, of my pressure. My face
2: hurts. My face hurts. I haven't
0: you even
1: started. Said a word.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm not gonna let Patty get a oh. word in. I'm like, whatever. This girl's oh mine.
1: Uh, <laughs> so let's
0: launch into it. Let's talk about some stuff. So just so you know, uh, I'm I've been doing the Peloton throughout this entire pandemic, and mm-hmm. you have been a person who has not only inspired me but gotten me through some of the hardest times that we've all experienced together. I get on the bike, I put on your rides and I, yes, I, I PR every time, baby, but I also cry. (laughs) (laughs) The best thing is my husband walking in the room when I'm doing one of your rides and I'm crying and I'm like, get out. Don't look at me. She's speaking to my soul.
2: (laughs) Oh my God. It's true. I'm like the tear whisperer. It really is. It's so
0: funny. And when I told my friend that I was interviewing you today, she says, I just did this ride of hers where she talked about unboxing emotions. And she said she couldn't stop crying to the point where she was like, okay, I need to stop pedaling. I got to get off the bike. I'm going to hurt myself. But truly, I mean, you have such an incredible gift and- and I know that I've, I know a lot of your backstory, you know, if you want to tell the listeners kind of how you came to be where you are today.
2: Uh, here's the quick and dirty version. Yeah. When I was a little girl, I wanted to be a ballerina, but my thighs were twice the size of all the other little girls and they would never put me in a short tutu. So I quit after doing everything I possibly could to make myself as small as possible and it didn't work. I moved on to acting. Well, you can act at any age, any size. There's 8 million characters to be. So I'll go to acting and I get into performing arts high school and I get into Carnegie Mellon and I think this is a sign. I am definitely meant to be doing this. And I come across an audition sheet and it said really wonderful Shakespeare and wonderful comedy, and but she's a little heavy in the thigh. And all of a sudden I'm crashing back again into, wow, am I not built for any of my dreams? How can it be that I have all of this drive and desire in me, but my body won't let me? And I realized that's actually other people's opinions of your body, Mm -hmm. but it was a long time before I really understood that. I got into cycling. And that changed everything because suddenly on a bicycle in a race, and that's another whole story, how I got from into the cycling, but you win a bike race based on your strength, knowing your strength and making really smart decisions and a little bit of luck. You get a part in a play or in a movie because somebody somebody else thinks you look and sound the way they want you to look and sound. is a completely different way of winning. Yeah. And in cycling and racing, I had way more control. I could do my best and I could make decisions about my success. I might not win, but I know I did a good race, which was so much more satisfying than I gave a great audition, but I was a little heavy in the thigh. Yes. (laughs) So going from all of these things where Success and um, accomplishment are based on appearance to something where it's based on my decisions and knowing my strengths was a revelation for me. So I started on that path and I was racing all over the country in 1997. I was racing, um, I'd been at it, what, a year and a half? Actual racing, a year and a <laughs> half? And it was racing with girls who'd been at it four or five years longer, and we're four or five years younger, and I was, at one point, at one brief point, ranked 21st in the country oh. <laughs> amongst the, it was amazing, amazing moment. Holy crap. And crap. Um, and then I had my daughter, and that was wonderful, but it was a big shift, and obviously wasn't racing <clears throat> with a baby in my belly, <laughs> and, <laughs> a little bit dangerous. Atta I like girl. dangerous things, but that, I had to live. I had I had some boundaries there, uh-huh. um, and um, I gained, I gained, I gained a lot of weight, and um, I said, okay, you know, I, I'm home, I'm breastfeeding, I'm not going anywhere, and I need to find a way to accept. I always thought I was this big girl. I'm too big, so now I am bigger than I ever thought I'd be. And how can you embrace and accept yourself and come to some kind of peace with this whole body nonsense? And I got a job. Well, I auditioned at QVC to be a plus size model. And I walked in and I did my walk and I did my swirl and I did my twirl. And said, we love your look. We love your walk. We love your energy, but you're not big enough. Oh my God. Oh
1: my God.
2: It's over. Everything is over. I don't know what to do anymore. They said, but, but, we can give you work for the fall and winter lines if you go to this address and buy this set of pads.
0: Excuse me? It's
2: the boobs, the butt, the belly, the thighs. It's the whole thing. So I went from like a, I think it was like a 14, 16 These pads got me up to like a 2022. This is bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I could only model the fall and winter line because in short sleeves of the spring and summer lines, it would be obvious that I was padded because my arms would look so disproportionately small Mm. compared to the rest of my body. Which is the same problem as the ballerina who couldn't get the short tutu because her legs were too big. So this story of hiding the body and still the body being what makes you worthy or what makes you successful. um, I thought I had this story under control and then (laughs) there it was again, now I wasn't big enough. So I I continued that job for around a year. And before you go on set, you always have to check your outfit. You have to check your collar, make sure it's standing up straight. You have to swirl the scarf and make sure it doesn't catch on anything, make sure the hat's tilted. And if you do that confident walk up to the mirror and you smile and you're engaging all these muscles in your body that are the ones that are engaged to make one look confident and proud. And I think after a year of doing that, quote, Exercise that it could be possible that if proud was a muscle, that I actually made that muscle stronger.
0: Oh my God.
2: And actually was, actually became more proud. Something about looking in the mirror and smiling at myself, whether or not I meant it, it was the act, the muscular act of smiling and standing tall that started to finally make me feel proud and confident for real. And one day, I'm walking up to the mirror to do my thing. And it was like I heard myself talking to myself. And in my head, I heard, stop. You have been missing the point for years. Life is not about whether you are too big or too small. Life is about How strong you can be and how resilient you can be to get through the real challenges. I was like, Who? (laughs) Who said that? And (laughs) wouldn't it be great if it was was Joan Rivers right behind you, like,
0: Oh my God!
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's me, kid.
2: there was a couple of moments in my life where I recognized you just talked to yourself like as though you were capable of saying things other than what you usually hear every day. Mm. And so I went onto the set and I finished the day and I didn't go back. And then during that time, and I was, Thinking, what am I? What am I going to do? I'm going to get back on the bike. The bike is where I felt the strongest and most proud. Get back on the bike, and a friend of mine had given me a one month membership to Gold's Gym, and I went and took a spin class, and I thought, this is horrible. <laughs> this is absolutely <laughs> awful. <laughs> the, the this particular instructor just. We weren't a good match. You know what? There's someone for everyone, and she was not for me. And I sat there writing mm-hmm. and thinking, this could be really amazing. But she's really mean. And, oh, <laughs> and um, I have no idea who she was. Um, and I thought that this could be really empowering to like be writing this music, and it could be theatrical, and it could be... I just, my head started spinning with possibilities. And within a couple of weeks, I found myself a certification and I started teaching and that was 2002 or three. And and then I started dabbling back in racing and teaching and racing and teaching and racing, but not very consistently. Um, But that's how I started teaching. And that's how I got into cycling. I
0: feel like... And it's
2: so empowering. To Sorry, I cut you
0: off. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I want, like, you have... I, look, I know you don't really know me and Patty, but this is the most quiet and intense we have ever been. <laughs> we were like, because you, you are literally talking directly to the two of us. He and I talk <laughs> about these issues all the time, and especially around body image and the things that are said to us and the things that we believe about ourselves and, you know... Mm-hmm. We're natural born cynics, he and I, but it's, uh, (laughs) what's wild about what you do and the gift that you have. I mean, and what it sounds like to me is that you've taken all the 10 lives that you've lived and you've found it in this perfect package. Like you've created this, this thing for yourself where it uses all of your strengths all at once. And there's something to be said for your authenticity, which is why I love taking your classes, that there's nothing um, inauthentic about the words that you say. You come right through a screen and you hit somebody right in the heart and you are, it it has a huge effect on people. How does that feel to know that you're affecting, like, because I know I did your pentatonics ride. There were like 22 grand people in that room. (laughs) I was like I'm on the leaderboard like at 32,000 going I'm not trying, I'm just going to listen to the music, y'all. But how does that feel to know that like you can come across through the screen to that many people?
2: I think thank you. Um thank you for all those words. I the number of people is It's one person. It's all one person. And I think what I mean by that is I knew there was going to be a lot of people in that pentatonics, (laughs) Right. And, and I, I, I know that there's, there's so much reach through what Peloton has created. Um, and it's really profound. Um, I guess I would, is I'm having trouble verbalizing this. Um, it's, there are so many stories all of these people whether it's 500 people on a ride or 32,000 people on a ride everybody's got a story everybody's struggling everyone is afraid of something everyone has doubt and if they think they don't <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not true <laughs> and mm. i i have found great strength in myself by being really transparent patty
0: come on in ask a question i'm gonna t- i'm gonna take a breath
1: oh oh thank okay thanks for letting me um join in <laughs> so i'm new to the peloton um i'm actually sitting next to my bike and my breaking away poster anyway yes! um <laughs> so what i you know aaron got me hooked on i was like you know i up um I bought a bike at the beginning of the pandemic and Aaron's like, You should get a Peloton. I'm like, I'm not getting the Peloton. How much is it? And she's like, Well, it's like two lungs and a heart and like maybe a small baby. And like I can't afford that.
0: And I gave them the baby so like I that. Did. I was like, take it. Get me the bike.
1: <laughs> Aaron. so Aaron eventually convinced me to buy the Pelotons. Then I did. First of all, I'm a terrible student of all time. <laughs> <laughs> but being um what's interesting about Peloton is that you know if you're a bad student, you're always in the back of the class, but in Peloton, you have to be at the head of the class all the time. And it's so engaging. <laughs> and your eye contact with with like the camera really like keeps you like focused and grounded and that you are mm-hmm. that somehow, even though you can't see us, that you are checking in on us the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating. And the way mm-hmm. that you um like have us all like do whatever we need to do. It's so like, it's so entertaining. And so it's like, it's more than just like a journey of like us on a bike. Like you literally are like waking up, especially during this pandemic, like we all have like this COVID brain, you are like waking us up into like, you know, our exercise and treating ourselves better and talking to ourselves Mm -hmm. better. And it's like, I, I mean, you should write a book because it is honestly oh, the I most am. uplifting Wait, part yeah. of... Oh, you should. Hey. Great.
2: Yeah. I'll be um, first in line soon.
1: at
0: Amazon to buy that. <laughs> Does Amazon have lines? Oh, and for the record, sure. <laughs> for the record, Patty got the rollers and he's trying to make his own Peloton at home. <laughs> And I was like, those things are going to kill you. He, he shows up. We usually record at my place. So he comes out, and he comes with the rollers over his shoulder, and he goes, oh my God. I need to go to Kohl's and return these. <laughs> so we oh returned the God. whole setup to a Kohl's after we recorded one day, and he gave oh in the Peloton. All right, we have a few questions <laughs> for you. It's just this poor girl's going to be like, you guys, I have to teach a class at 5 a.m. Are we wrapping this up?
2: So we have a couple enjoying you so much. Well, thank you.
0: We keep you forever. Please, if I could keep a little Christine in a box at my house and be like, get out and say something good to me. And for the record, you know, again, I did um You,
1: you should probably see a therapist. I
0: know. Maybe I should. i she's like, I'm gonna call a cop when we're done with this. I was in the middle of doing something difficult the other day. Oh, zoom shows. We do stand-up comedy Mm -hmm. Zoom shows, which is like, you know, if you've ever (laughs) flopped in your own home, it's great, because then you just walk right to your bed. It's like, you know, I've burned out in front of 300 people before, but this is next level. (laughs) And I really honestly said in my head to myself, I am, I can, I will, I do, Mm -hmm. which is Christine's Mm -hmm. mantra. And if you say it enough times, like you were talking about, it's like, Oh, if I act proud enough, mm-hmm.
2: eventually
0: I'll feel it. Yeah. So there's something to the repetition of positive phrases. And especially as a yeah. Boston born cynic, you
2: know, mm-hmm. it, it kind of attacks yeah. you on a cellular level. Right. I, I absolutely believe it does. It's, um it's uncanny and true. We believe what we hear in our heads and we are all talking to ourselves all day. We're having a constant conversation about everything that we're afraid of and everything we have to do and everything we forgot to do and being judged and, and it's chatter. This is a lot of noise. And if we don't connect to the fact that we actually get to choose those words in our heads, it can go on autopilot and we can let it drive us. But if we do, then we're not in control of our lives. Mm-hmm. If we can create ways, a little ritual where we're able to catch ourselves in that self talk, take a moment and listen to it, and then give ourselves permission to take a moment to go back and edit what we said, we can change this massively berating story that we tell ourselves into a liberating story. I'm not saying it's magic. I'm not saying if you change your words, you'll win. But if you change your words, you make it more possible. There was another really distinct moment I remember so clearly back in the 90s, racing in casino, And there was a girl who won everything. She was a girl nobody could beat. And we usually had three or four races in in an evening. And during one of these races, coming up to the finish line, it's like 200 meters away. And I feel her coming and I'm pushing and I'm pushing. And I said, damn it, here she comes. She's got it. Well, I let her have it. After that race, I realized that you weren't in that much pain. You weren't tapped out. You weren't, you hadn't given it everything you had. But you said to yourself, she's got it. And so she's got it. Mm. And on the next race, I said to myself, no matter what happens, just change the words. Just change the words. Just change the words. So if it happens that she's coming around you and you're scared that she's going to get it tell yourself what if I can what if I can and I won that race when we doubt ourselves and we keep telling ourselves a negative story then we have decided the negative will happen when and we're judging the situation and we're judging ourselves but when we get curious and ask ourselves what if I can if we get curious and Start to change how we're talking to ourselves, we create possibility. We don't guarantee a win, but we create possibility, far more possibility than we would if we continue telling ourselves the story, she's got it. What if, what if, what if you can, what if you can keep going? That's my gold medal right there. Every time I am able to catch myself and change those words, doesn't matter if I cross the finish line first. It's really nice when they do, but, mm. <laughs> but um, I I think it's powerful stuff. And apparently some other people do too.
0: Right here, baby.
2: I was like, Doku? 100%. Doka. Like,
1: You're talking right to us. You're talking right to these two
0: people right here. Us two schmucks. And you said it in your (laughs) classical ride the other day to the point where I had to go back and listen to it. Of course, I was strapped into a bike, Mm. so I was like, maybe watch it afterwards. (laughs) But you said the negative gives you no options, Mm -hmm. and the positive gives you so many more choices. If you say something negative, you are walking yourself right into that thing. But a positive choice, even if it's just a different thing, opens up a window to what could potentially yeah. happen?
2: Yeah. Oh, it's it's yeah. like a fact.
0: <laughs> it is. I mean, I do think there's something fact. <laughs> that shifts in you in a cellular way. And what's wild is yeah. that you know, literally, when you worked at QVC, you were putting on, <laughs> mm-hmm. literally putting on somebody different. And the yeah. moment that you said no, nope, then everything just felt, just went away. You know, and opened yeah. up the door to this. <laughs> so this week our theme is New Year's and Resolutions. Mm. No, and now you are yeah. so good at inspiring and motivating people. Who do you turn to? Who inspires and motivates you?
2: Well, I have to say I get the honor of um reading stories from people who are riding with me every day and people who are overcoming Tremendous obstacles and loss and all kinds of challenges. And I, I read what some people have gone through, and you're like, it can't, you can't make this up. It can't get more intense or challenging or unbelievable than some of the things I've read. And um, it inspires me to have no excuses. So I Mm. I get a lot, I get a lot from the stories I hear from writers. So it's very, it's cyclical. I'm giving my story to the people and then the people turn around and share their story back with me and we're inspiring each other. Um, I also had a teacher in college uh, who, what she did and how she taught and what she taught, uh, deeply affected my life in a very profound way, even though there were times when I was absolutely petrified of her. <laughs> um, her name, <laughs> I was scared, I was <laughs> so scared of her. Her name was Victoria Santa Cruz and uh, she was Peruvian, African Peruvian woman and she taught a class called Rhythm. Oh my God, she would stop and say, kid, no. You are in your head. That's not the right accent.
0: (laughs) Well, I see. You know, she sounds like a character from Dynasty. I am Victoria De La Cruz. (laughs) Christine, don't you understand how the claves work?
2: (laughs) I mean, it was kind of like that. And I, my ego was like, but I know how to do this. And she's like, no, you're thinking, you're thinking thing, you live in your head. And after, I don't know, a year and a half of this, she said, stop, I want you to find a piece of music, don't overthink it, don't plan anything, but I want you to meet me in the dance studio at two o'clock tomorrow and move. And I was like, what the fuck? I was petrified. <laughs> I, of course, showed up, and I danced, and I moved, and at the end of the song, she said, ah, here's what I see. Every time you are about to create something new, you revert back to something you know. You will not allow yourself to go into the unknown and create, and... I, my feelings weren't hurt because I, she, she opened the, she cracked me open in that moment. And I saw the truth of how much fear I had. And it made sense because the other class I was petrified of was improv. How do you hate improv if you want to be an actor? (laughs) You hate improv because you get invited to your friends'
0: improv shows. (laughs)
2: So it was, it just stuck with me for so long. She challenged me so profoundly. She challenged me more than anyone else has challenged me. And she inspired me in ways that I absolutely impact me today. Every time I get on that bike, every time I go into a bike race, you know, I might, I, I might have, a plan-ish, there's managing the delivery of the plan, managing, letting the music speak and working to fit my cues to come in when they need to come in, but also allowing the song and the power and the momentum and the velocity of the music and its impact to land, and the work of letting what I say land, because when you're in that state of being physically challenged, and you're trying to figure out your breath, and you're trying to figure out how much you can give in this last 42 seconds, if the instructor's being accurate, hmm. <laughs> 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 you, you have so much going on, and sometimes the the chatter, an instructor talking can be, okay, cool. You're like distracting me. I'm not thinking about how uncomfortable I am. And sometimes you actually need to sit in that and feel it and reckon mm-hmm. with it and move through it. And it's like knowing when to shut up. So there's that kind of being present as well. So she's this Victoria Santa Cruz really gave me such a, <laughs> a gift when she said no to me
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she gave you the gift of a great name I mean Victoria said I am Victoria Santa Cruz I mean I have beautiful. to say, I think that that's why I, I you resonate so much with me is is because I understand what you're talking about about there's a a moment that happens when you click into yourself and you settle into whatever this moment is if it's uncomfortable if it's Amazing, or you sort of like give into it and greatness happens when you let go. And then you come up yeah. to this new level of transcendence that you go, I didn't know I was capable of that. I, mm-hmm. I come up against it all the time. And especially right. in stand up where I found that I was going yeah. on a loop where I kept sort of doing the same safe things and I felt like I wasn't yeah. growing. And I was like, It's because I'm not willing to and You'd think, like, just doing stand-up's enough, right? Like, I've ticked the risk box. There there comes a level where it's, like, it's your job at the end of the day. But then you have to, in order to become great, you have to walk out at the edge. And you have Mm -hmm. to be okay not being okay if you want to get better. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, everything just works.
0: Yes. And that's when you click into place when you're like, oh, that – that worked because I wasn't in that moment editing myself. I wasn't in my head. I wasn't yes. trying to control what I looked like or how I sounded. I was just right. there. And those are the moments. The the losing Those control. are those
2: authentic moments. Authentic moments where you're not judging yourself.
1: There are so many, like we're inundated with so many, like Barry's boot camp and like throw yourself off a mm-hmm. seven story building and <laughs> you know s- swim the Atlantic. Um so you know we have all these we have all these instructors that are let's sweat and then you're like I don't know what I'm doing in this class anymore like I can't hear what anybody's saying the music is so freaking loud you're like I, am I am I am I auditioning for like Britney's backup dancer am I on the bike am I should I be, running? Should I be wearing a different tank top should I should I I should I smell different like um I'm like an idiot my husband is sleeping in the other room and I'm like, yes, Christine. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like I'm, I'm answering you. Like I'm, you know, like, I'm just like, I'm having a conversation to like, no, it's almost like talking to my mom. It's like talking and no one's responding, but I'm still (laughs) engaging in a conversation. Oh, God.
0: It oh is God. a little creepy when it's, Marcus comes in from um, the other room and you have both really... hands on the screen. <laughs> like it's that's what we said it's going to be like poltergeist. My... Okay. Like okay, I think it's time to come to bed, hon.
1: <laughs> Take me with you.
0: <laughs> Wait, where are you going? <laughs> we are a comedy advice podcast and we ask all of our guests what's the best piece of advice you've ever gotten. Did it come from oh. Victoria Santa Cruz? <laughs>
2: Um, actually, Shakespeare. Oh, to thine own self be true. Oh, oh. I love it when they and give then us. Then it a shall follow as or... the night to the day that we'll thou canst me. not then be untrue to any man. Wow,
0: Mama I say, mean... Mama saw, Mama kusa. Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 that is a great. That's a great piece of advice. Correct. Why do we never think to go back to Shakespeare? He had some gems.
2: Oh my God, he has so many good things to say. I tattooed it on my arm a bunch of years ago. I needed to remember.
0: Is it that really, I've wondered, is this on like forearm?
2: On one side oh. is to thine own self be true. And on the other side is I am, I can, I will, I do.
0: Oh, how many people have gotten that tattoo?
2: A lot. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Wow. That's- <laughs> okay. You're talking about like, you know, you asked me earlier about the number of people. I'm like, the number of people got the tattoo. Wow. Your words have One impact. woman came in and asked me to write it, and she wanted it in my handwriting. She was going to take how I wrote it and get that tattooed. And I actually, like, at, I was honored, but then I thought, you know what? She needs to own it. And I will sit with her. And I sat with her, and I had her write it. you know when you hear in your gut what is the right decision to make something in me just overwhelmingly said i i you cannot have what i wrote on your body you have to write it Mm -hmm. yes it's the words that you you know you've heard this thing from me but you have to own it um that was uh it was a very cool moment
1: wouldn't it be funny if, like, you sat with this woman and you're like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. You write it down. And I'm gonna tell you what to write down, and then you can get tattoo it." Okay, you're ready? Get a pen. If you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. And she just like, just quoting the Spice Girls, and she's like writing it down, "That is Christine. That's amazing. Friendship never ends." I got the zigzag.
2: <laughs> How do you uh,
0: spell zig-, uh, zig? What does zig- that zig? mean?
2: Zig, 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 zig.
0: <laughs> and Victoria Santa Cruz comes into the coffee shop. She's like, You live for yourself. Huh? Uh, what, are, what are you doing aside from Peloton? Do you have anything else in the works right now?
2: Yes, I have an entirely separate uh, speaking business uh, called WordShop. Yes, I was and looking that up. I do workshops in self talk. And uh, I've I've lost count of how many I've done at this point, but I I'm actually doing one on New Year's Day at 2 p.m. Eastern and that's listed on the website. Um, I've done a few corporate ones for like for instance, Citibank um Global Wellness. I created a workshop for them and it's and for L'Oreal and um business solvers. And so depending on what the um the client what what subject matter the client wants to focus on i will write i will gather my stories um and write about 25 minutes worth of story mm. that leads into now how do you talk to yourself yes and so I... that's something else i do i also make t-shirts ah! <laughs> Best drop-in ever.
0: She's like, and I've got it on mugs. <laughs> oh please! I've got
2: posters. And You're
1: like, I, I am, I can, I will, I do.
0: I have already ordered a bracelet. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I'd love yeah. this. It's so fantastic. Um, can you tell Thank the good you. people where they can get a mug?
2: <laughs> <laughs> i gotta do mugs gosh i've really got we get already did
0: a mug over here at dear pod we have one <laughs> sad mug left and uh you know you're all going to fight it out for for it whoever it's going to be but uh where where can people find you on all your social needs
2: they can find everything about WordShop and the fun mantra wearables um, at com, so it's just my name with no apostrophes um and they can find me on instagram at i am i can i will i do i have a twitter that i never use Ah, who does <laughs> they could also find El peloton stuff at uh, on facebook on my um peloton facebook page if you google me it there it is
0: you're googleable Go but it's so definitely, I I stalk you on Instagram. And of course Hmm. we're stalking you on Peloton all the Uh time. My username is Spinda Ronstadt.
2: Spinda Ronstadt.
0: Yes. And and what are you, Patty? What's your username? Did you go with the original one? Did you go with Nancy Peloton?
2: (laughs) Did you do that? No,
1: because I figured that no one would get it. Oh, that's
2: funny. That's um, funny. I,
1: I just went. I just. I. I just went with. There's blood everywhere. Just so everyone is <laughs> frightened when my name comes up.
2: I cannot wait to see that. Shout out to there's blood everywhere. Back. Oh my god! <laughs> a special. Well, shout that'll out. be nice when you're riding next to <laughs> Handlebar Lecter. Oh, that's one of. Oh, oh. so good. Ooh. I know. Isn't that good? That's really yes. good.
0: I got very upset that somebody That's, got wins. Somebody got to Peloton Loke before we did. That is it's <laughs> it's oh. very upsetting, you know. Well, stick with us for a minute after this, but right now we're going to, we're going to sign off, uh, to our dear listeners. We want to say thank you so much, Christine DeCole. Find her at Instagram. I am. I can I will. I do stalk her the way we have been stalking her. Patty, do you want to say some final words?
1: (laughs) I'm nearly speechless, (laughs) but I'm now stalking every goddamn class.
0: Everyone, the oh pink God, ride you. is legendary. Oh. Um, One more thing. Do you have any New Year's resolutions this year?
2: I got to get that book done.
0: There we go. You have to finish it because people yes, you are do. waiting. Yes, you do. I'm waiting yeah. to give Jeff Bezos half of that money. I will order <laughs> it on Audible. You are so fantastic, Christine. Thank you so thank much.
2: You. We love you, you. you, baby. My face hurts in such a good way. I love you guys. (laughs) Mission accomplished.
0: It is the end of the year. True. And we have been delivering you our own pieces of advice through our Instagram mail. DearPodOfficial at gmail.com at DearPodOfficial on your Instagram, your Twitter, and your Facebook. Mm-hmm. Slide into our DMs and send us Slowly. some advice. Gently. Give me a minute. You know, it's 2021. It's a yep. new year. We have to ease into this bad daddy. Eyes on me! <laughs> Stay connected. Look at me. My safe word is skimbleshanks. <laughs> but this 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 evening... On the final evening of 2020, instead of Instagram mail, we have decided to write upon the topic of resolutions, and we will give you our thoughts on resolutions. Mm-hmm. Would you like to start, or shall yes, I? Yes, I'm talking okay. about resolutions.
1: Right. Okay. So this is Abby's resolutions, which I think you all know that I've I spent many an hour writing this.
0: Many hours. I've watched you toil over it. Yes. It was like Shakespeare in love. You you stood up, you, you warmed up your hands, you, you spun your quill. Yes. turn around.
1: I blew Harvey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's what Abby has to say about resolutions. Dear readers, I feel like making resolutions this, this year after this incredible pandemic is like that season of Dallas that, that didn't count because it was all a dream, and Bobby Ewing... <laughs> Patrick Duffy wasn't dead after all. We've been tap dancing for our collective lives these past months to improve and to improve and increase brain activity, balance our souls, learn to bake, learn to sing, learn to make your backyard a McDonald's playground so your kids think all is normal. I think the resolutions should be to give yourself a break. And like a marathon runner making it past the finish, give yourself a big ass break. You've made it. You're healthy you're here. You're like Laura Dern making it to the power station in Jurassic Park, turning the power back on. You don't have to prove anything to yourself now that you've taken all these online courses to make you feel that, yes, string is really interesting. And that eating fried food on a street, pretending that you're in the south of France while Rosa, the local homeless woman with seven carts, is urinating in an empty trash can on the corner of 51st and 8th is just normal. <laughs> You've had birthdays, tricks or treats, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinners in this makeshift street restaurant that resembles the bar that Kim works at at the beginning of Miss Saigon when she meets Chris. Oh my. 2021 is the anti-resolution year. Do you. And just promise to wash your hands, just in case, and just to get outside more. Well, I guess those are some resolutions, so I lied. Happy New Year, kids, and thanks for being with us during this pandemic. Hope we made you laugh and forget the state of the world and choke on some water while you're laughing so hard. Stay tuned for more Dear Pod in 2021, and as long as you'll have us, we will continue to be here with you. Cheers. I don't like the sarcastic clapping family. There's
0: nothing sarcastic about that. That was a slow "Lean on Me" clap. That was Mr. Clock don't play. <laughs> it was. It was moving. It, it. It. You talked about Laura Dern.
1: Who doesn't?
0: In their resolutions. It's
1: her year. <laughs> Maybe it's look under your chair. <laughs> They're you gonna... get a Laura Dern and you get a Laura Dern and you get a Laura Dern. Everybody gets a Laura Dern. Oh my God, what's she doing under my chair? <laughs> it's a tiny Laura Dern. I thought you were going to say it's a new year.
0: Look under your chair. You get a new year and you get a new year and you get, no, you don't, but you get a new year.
1: <laughs> Everyone picks up a tiny Laura Dern. She's like, Dr. Grant? That's all, Every, you just hear it in unison, like all of it.
0: <laughs> It's just her cry going, <laughs> My Laura Dern won't stop crying. Can I trade with your Laura Dern that keeps saying I just saying want a Mr. happy Bridge? one. It's just... Do we have to feed it? How does it work? Is it like a sea monster? Not after midnight. <laughs> they, they multiply. Sure. All right, here's what Anne has to say about resolution. Dear readers, as we limp to the finish line of this trash sandwich of a year, <laughs> I would like to offer some words of wisdom, as that is my area of expertise. Many of us will cross the finish line of 2020 with hopes and dreams of a better 2021 on the horizon. We will crawl towards the new year, placing all of our expectations on it, pressuring it to deliver like it's an only child. You will be a neurosurgeon 2021. You will graduate top of your class. But I urge you, tap the brakes. Take a breath. Every new year, the clock strikes midnight, and we think we'll all miraculously lose weight overnight, or write a best selling novel, or become less of an asshole. And every year, we experience disappointment two weeks into January as we realize January is a shit month to start anything. <laughs> Problems don't disappear because we change the calendar on our wall. I know. You're thinking, Anne, why so negative? And I say, duh, what have you been listening to for the past year and a half? When have I been gentle? I have all the subtlety of an actor in a Dolly Parton Christmas special. But just because I'm blunt doesn't mean I don't care. I care about all you people who started 2020 off by saying, this will be my year. You cursed us. This is your fault. All the people who said 2020 is starting off strong. Go to hell. All the people who spent the first two months of this past year posting things like crushing my fitness goals or working actor or hashtag blessed. You did this to us. Your hubris woke the gods who looked down at us from above and said, hold my beer. And they sent the plague and the murder hornets and Kanye West presidential race. Learn from the mistakes of the year and practice some humility. Maybe don't go into 2021 with an air horn and an energy drink screaming, this is my year, America, like you're at a monster truck show. Instead, step into 2021 with all the hopeful nervous energy of a young Timothy Chalamet. Using two E's like his name isn't Timothy. Like his name isn't the name of some waiter at Chili's. (laughs) Approach the year like someone getting their first colonoscopy. Relax and lean into it. We all want a lot, but let's take baby steps. Instead of, I will become CEO, just say, I will get through today. Instead of aiming to go to Mars, let's aim to go to the mall. Use the KISS model. Keep it simple, stupid, and don't bite off more than we can chew, damn it. Happiest new year, lovely listeners. And goodbye, 2020. Don't let the door kick you in the crotch, slap your ass, spit on your neck, pull your arms, call you Sally on the way out. Hey, and...
1: I like how we both had a um, runners theme at the beginning.
0: Oh, we did, didn't we? I yeah, just—I I should have put more Laura, Laura Dern in. That's fine. I didn't know. You'd... I had
1: too much Laura Dern. You had too little. It's well, like now making I have knuck.
0: ten of them running around. <laughs> Damn now it. I've got too many. I've Laura got Dern.
1: the rambling Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got a loved. loose Laura, Laura Dern running around. <laughs> Soon I'm going to have a tiny little Laura Derns. You know what?
0: I like early career Laura Dern. She doesn't talk as much, but late career Laura Dern is just like talk, wow. talk,
1: talk. But she doesn't know the territory. She
0: keeps asking me about a diet plan, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with this Laura Dern. I know what to do now. All right. I think we should drink something because it's New Year's, damn it.
1: New Year's Eve. Woo! Oh, hang on. Yes! yes. I'm going to watch your balls drop.
0: <laughs>
1: Too late.
0: <laughs> All right, kids. One final cocktail of this ridiculous year. All right. It's time. Are you ready?
1: I couldn't be readier.
0: We are so ready. Four.
1: <gasps> specialty <gasps> cocktail, specialty, specialty drink, drink I've got a tiny little Laura Special Dern In my Don't New Year's
2: Eve, midnight, No she gets fruit. so
0: angry and evil Laura Dern, Laura Dern Well, old lang syne away, let's lean into this cocktail
1: Oh Right.
0: The final cocktail of twenty twenty. It's the
1: final cocktail. cocktail. You're
0: not ready for this. Are you ready for this?
1: You just told me that I wasn't, so I'm not You I don't won't know. be are you ready for this. Me or are you telling me?
0: Look, after last week's hot buttered rum, <laughs> oh. I hope you ran around the block ten times and get yourself ready.
1: Feel my lips.
0: For the cold brew
1: negroni.
0: Huh? Because James Jules Ferris wants to go into the new year with his eyes wide open. For this, you will need one ounce of cold-brew coffee-infused Campari liqueur. Easy enough. One ounce gin, one ounce sweet vermouth. To make cold-brew coffee-infused Campari liqueur, you fill a mason jar, from Brooklyn, of course. Sure. Or a similar vessel, I don't know, hollowed out football? I don't know. Skull. Halfway with coffee grounds. And pour in the Campari to fill the jar the rest of the way. Steep for as little as 10 minutes or as long as overnight, then strain coffee out with a standard coffee filter. Add all ingredients to a mixing glass with ice and stir until well chilled. Strain into Rock's glass over a large ice cube. Garnish with an orange peel. Now here are Jules' final tasting notes of 2020. New year. If you're like me, you've been going to bed earlier and earlier since this pandemic began. And since daylight savings kicked in last month, it starts to get dark at 2 p.m. around here, which means I'm getting ready for bed by 6. So, how am I going to keep my eyes open and be alert to bring in the new year? You are going to do it with the help of the cold brew Negroni. That's right, we are ushering out the shit show that was 2020 with some folks, some caffeinated force. So let's invite our old pal, the Negroni, to our New Year's Eve party. Let's enter into this new year with something that we can rely on, but is going to give us an extra boost to conquer any new hell that may come our way. After surviving 2020, there is nothing that we can't overcome. And with a shot of this boozy, caffeinated New Year's treat down your gullet, the future is brighter, and this drink is making me a bit more wired. Big deep breath. Now, let the new year begin! You get a Laura (laughs) Turn, and you get a Laura (laughs) Turn! Everybody gets a cold brew Negroni. Look at this. She is handsome. That is a handsome. It's a cologne. It is. It's a cold brew Negroni. Okay, so this is like your regular Negroni, but with a kick in the pants. I don't
1: hate it. This is like when you have two sides of nerds, and then you put them in your mouth at the same time. And you think it's a good idea. And you let your taste buds battle it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's like banana and watermelon. They don't normally go together. And now they're in there. Figure it out. They're trying to figure it out. Right. One's like super sweet and crunchy. One is like... Chewing on your big toe after a shower.
0: <laughs> that is the most accurate. I can tell you, as one of the three people in America who have tried this drink, that is the most accurate way to describe it. I, But I going back, I this is almost, it feels to me like a drink that is getting something done. It's a very functional drink. I'll let right? you
1: know in a minute.
0: Like, you don't, Drink a vodka Red Bull to enjoy it. No. Nobody's buying that to sip at a bar casually. No. You're doing it to get something done.
1: Yeah. You're tired. You need to get drunk, but you need to get drunk, and you need to be awake. You're going to do it at the same time.
0: Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so scared is the motto of this Negroni.
1: That's New Year's 2021. (laughs) Hey, Happy New Year from d
0: uh, hi, hey, everybody out there. I hope you guys have a happy new year, and I hope you have a lot of vodka sodas with no fruit. God bless <laughs> us, everyone.
1: Yeah. Even <laughs> a tiny cripple said it, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's your name, Timothy? Tim Laura what? Dern. Timothy? Timothy? T- t- what? T- You're from Hell's <laughs> Kitchen. It's Tim.
0: You're Timothy Shalamet, okay? Tim. Tim Shalamet. Tim Shalimar. Why do you need the two E's, Timothée? <laughs> and that weird little thing over the, the little carrot over there. What the is oak. your
1: mom, Nell? What is it, Chickapay the <laughs> Timotay, Timotay <laughs> in the wind? Timothée? Timothée in the house kitchen?
0: Timothée in the shallow Hey,
1: Jim, is that what you wanted for, for an ending of the Does episode? Does this feel right? Does this
0: feel on brand? Does this feel happy
1: new year to you? Fuck
0: your 2020! Yeah.
1: Is this new year to you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who is fruits. you to find the son of no fruits? Put that on a
2: t-shirt. I give up. <laughs>